Axiopod, a weekly podcast brought to you by Axiometrics Incorporated, the U.S. leader in apartment market research. Expect excellent commentary and informative interviews on the rapidly changing U.S. apartment market. Hello and welcome to Axiopod. I'm Dave Sorter. Today we're very fortunate to have Jillian Hellman, the co-founder and CEO of Realty Mogul, which is a startup company about two years or more old and co-founded by Jillian, who is a member of Forbes 30 Under 30, which makes us all jealous. Wish we were all under 30 again. Um, she began Realty Mogul after being the youngest vice president ever, I believe, of Union Bank. So Jillian, welcome to Axiopod. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on the show. We're excited to have you. Let me just uh, get right into it. Uh, what exactly does Realty Mogul do? So Realty Mogul is an online marketplace for real estate investing. And what that means is that we have two sides of the marketplace. On one side of the marketplace, we have investors. Mm-hmm. These are both individual investors and institutions who are looking for exposure in real estate. And on the other side of the marketplace, we have real estate companies who are looking for capital for real estate, either joint venture equity or real estate loans to acquire new real estate transactions. Very good. Very interesting. So from your viewpoint, uh, how are apartments and other multifamily investments shaping up as compared to other realty, real estate sectors? You know, I think that multifamily apartments have always been a significant part of the real estate sector, and you've seen really strong performance in that property class. You know, there's been a tremendous amount of people who are waiting to move into single-family homes and choosing the apartment lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got millennials who are choosing to be more transient and, you know, live in apartments where they have monthly leases or annual leases but aren't tied in longer than that. I think that you've seen a a lot of value creation in multifamily through this cycle. Yeah, and you've got uh, older baby boomers, too, uh, who are starting to downsize once the kids are in college and seem to like kind of urban core, downtown, uptown apartment in the center of the action. Exactly. Yeah. Now, do your clients go in wanting to invest in multifamily or do they just go in looking to invest in big office towers or hotels and then somehow see where multifamily is and decide to go into that? How are you seeing that trending? You know, I think it's a mix. Some of our investors have a lot of experience in multifamily and and are interested in multifamily. Others want to build a diversified portfolio. And one of the things that we do at RealtorMogul.com is allow investors to get exposure to a variety of different asset classes. So you can think of it kind of like an E-Trade or a Scott Trade, but for real estate, where instead of buying stocks and bonds, you're buying shares in real estate transactions. And, you know, there's a tremendous amount of interest in multifamily, but I, I wouldn't say that it's just multifamily. Sure. We'll have investors that might invest in a multifamily transaction and, you know, self-storage and office. Um, mm-hmm. But we've shared a lot of educational materials around multifamily and the benefits of investing in multifamily, specifically diversified multifamily, where you have a number of different tenants. So in the event that one tenant leaves, you know, your investment isn't in a, in a dire place. Right. That, that sounds very smart. What uh, types and sizes of deals are your customers investing in? How, lo- how high do they go? So our most common investment is actually in multifamily. Um, our sizes of transactions can range pretty widely. You know, we've worked on real estate transactions as small as a couple million dollars, all the way up to real estate transactions, you know, $50 million and above. Mm-hmm. Um, our typical individual investors investing around $90,000 on the realtormogul.com platform. 
and that's typically diversified across a couple of different transactions. It may be, you know, one multifamily, one retail, one office, or, you know, multifamily in the West Coast, multifamily in the East Coast, and a retail center or, or whatnot. Um, so we range pretty widely, and, and we like that because we want investors to be able to get diversification. In addition to, you know, property type and geography, we also allow our investors to diversify based on either debt or equity. So they could be equity investors in a multifamily property, as an example, where they're getting a share of the cash flow from rents, and then they would get any appreciation at sale. Or they could be a debt investor where they're getting a monthly interest payment, assuming that that loan is paying off. So are your customers mainly individuals or are they smaller corporations? I mean, obviously, the real, real, real big boys do those things on their own through their own brokers. So what kind of companies are using your services? Yeah, we we have a a variety of different clients that are investing with us. Uh, On one end, we have individual investors. So these are all high net worth individuals who are looking for diversification in real estate. And on the other end of the spectrum, we have multi-billion dollar asset managers. So one of the companies that's investing with us is a $6 billion asset manager. And they predominantly invest in, or exclusively invest in, rather, real estate loans on the platform. So Mm -hmm. they're sitting on a tremendous amount of cash. They want to put that cash to work. And we've built a very substantial sourcing platform for real estate companies that are looking for financing. So we'll originate that loan and then look to sell that loan to one of our institutional partners. And mm-hmm. the, the vision behind RealtyMogul.com is to be a broad-based capital markets platform. So we want to be a firm that can write a $1 million equity check in you know, multifamily or another asset class as seamlessly as we can write a $40 million real estate loan for multifamily or other asset classes. And, and the way that we do that is by having a variety of clients on the other end of the market, all the way from individual investors to family offices to credit funds and mortgage REITs and, and you know, multi-billion dollar asset managers. Very, very good. I'm sure you, I'm sure your deals are all over the country, but you know, in terms of multifamily and other deals, what are the hot markets for investing that you see? Yeah, you know, when I think about hot markets for investing, I think it's cities like you know, Nashville, Austin and cities in the Carolinas that are going to offer a high quality of life and good employment opportunities. They're going to continue to attract investment. Mm-hmm. You know, right now on the West Coast, it'll be really interesting to watch because I think that the value creation over the last couple of years and the low cap rate environment probably can't be sustained without continued rent growth. Mm-hmm. And It'll be interesting to see what happens there, you know, with the shift in interest rates and depending on where, you know, where rent grows on what happens to values on the West Coast. Yeah, it start, rent growth is starting to moderate a little bit on the West Coast, according to uh, Axiometric's uh, latest numbers, which was released just last week. Uh, they're still very, very high, but uh, not quite at those 14, 15 percent uh, levels you saw several months ago. So we'll see about that. Right. You know, RealtyMogul.com seems to be a very unique operation. It really intrigued me to see, uh, you know, your model. Tell me a little bit about exactly how you match investors to properties and to capital. Yeah. So we are a dual-sided marketplace, as I mentioned, where we've got investors on one right. side and and real estate companies who are looking for capital for their real estate properties on the other. And we operate what we call a curated marketplace. So what that means is that before we offer any real estate transactions up to either our individual investors or the institutions that are working with us, we pre-underwrite all of those transactions. So we have a team of 70 professionals here at our company today 
that are vetting through real estate, working with real estate companies, working with investors, and also a tremendous amount of technology. You know, one of our technology vendors is Axiometrics, and we're using a lot of this data to be able to inform us on where we think good investment opportunities are going to be. So we will onboard these real estate companies, onboard their transactions, run through an underwriting process and a full underwriting procedure, and then originate that transaction for a sale to either an individual investor or an institutional investor. And the way that it works is that many of our investors want to be very active in their investing. So they want to actually pick the specific transactions that they're going to be invested in. They might want to invest in you know, the multifamily building in Atlanta, Georgia, or in you know, Austin, Texas. Or they may want to go into more of a fund structure where they say, you know, Realty Mogul, we'd rather that you manage this fund on our behalf. We're going to put some capital into the fund, and then we can make diversified investments across the fund. So depending on if the investor wants to be more active or more passive, we can account for that. Um, but we do curate and we do underwrite every transaction on the Realty Mogul platform. And only after we've underwritten the transaction do we look for a match between the investor. Mm-hmm. That sounds very, very, very interesting. Um, tell me a little bit. I've, I've seen the word crowdfunding um, associated with RealtyMogul.com. I mean, I think you've explained a little bit how that works in the market. But I mean, this isn't exactly GoFundMe. We're not going to, you know, it's not something that... Uh, the general public is going to come in and fund 14 new episodes of Mystery Science Theater 3000 or something like that. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, my life would be easier if I was funding, you know, Mystery Science 3000. Oh, yes. <laughs> I heard that. I, I uh, contributed a little bit to that one myself. Um, but, you know, how does crowdfunding work in the real estate market? Yeah, so in its most simple philosophy, crowdfunding is pooling capital together, right? So it's individual investors that didn't otherwise know each other who are pooling capital together, and now that happens to be online, right? It's really, in my mind, another word for real estate syndication. If you think about real Mm -hmm. estate syndication, that was pooling capital together, you know, historically sort of in the country club networks and an offline market. And for me, crowdfunding is really syndication on the internet. The interesting thing, I think, at RealtyMogul.com is that our crowd has gone much beyond just individual investors. We now consider you know, these massive asset managers and mortgage REITs and credit funds as part of our quote-unquote crowd because they are investing with us you know, on the, the transactions that we're originating online. But in its simplest form, you know, crowdfunding is that concept of pooling capital together. And it's very different than another crowdfunding company like a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe because mm-hmm. investors are actually buying a real investment. They're actually buying a real security where they have a financial interest, right? In, in many of those mm-hmm. other types of crowdfunding, you might be getting a gift, right? You might get a CD or a video or a T-shirt right. or you know, some <laughs> kind of gift where in our capacity, investors are actually buying a real security. And that's why we work through a broker-dealer for all of our equity investments. So those are sold through a broker-dealer. They're regulated securities, and it's very similar, somewhat similar, to buying like a stock or a bond online, like I mentioned earlier, where you have a real Mm -hmm. financial interest in the real estate, whether it be debt or equity, depends on sort of how you'll be paid out on that real estate transaction. Uh, But that's really the major difference between some of the other crowdfunding websites that are more charity-based or donation-based. Yeah. um, Well, I mean, you know, you talk about gifts like CDs. Well, hopefully... An investment here will be a gift that keeps on giving. Um, <laughs> just how are you seeing, this is going to be a little bit of a curveball, but I mean, 
How are you seeing, how did you get into the real estate market? I know you were um, in banking before this. What was it about real estate that uh, attracted you? Sort of always had a passion for real estate, even as a young kid. Um, I grew up in a, in a real estate family. You know, my grandfather had built real estate in Los Angeles, California. My mother is in the luxury real estate market. My father's a serial entrepreneur and had owned real estate through his businesses. So I, I always sort of grew up with talking about real estate at the dinner table and when I went on to the professional world, I went to work in wealth management and found sort of these patterns relatively quickly that the wealthiest clients that we had in our wealth management book were real estate investors. They'd built a nest egg in real estate. They'd held on for a long time. And there was tremendous value creation. I think if, if you look at kind of a long-term hold strategy in the real estate market. So from a financial perspective, it made a lot of sense. And, and also just from a tangible nature, it makes a lot of sense, right? I like the fact that you can touch it and see it, that you can add value to real estate. So I've, I've always had a passion for real estate. You know, let's, let's talk about you a little bit more. Um, you know, when I read your biography, I was reminded of the old army commercials, we do more before 6 a.m. than other most people do in a day. You've accomplished more before age 30 than most people do in their lifetimes. Um, how do you explain yourself, in, for, for lack of a better term? How did you advance so rapidly? Yeah, you know, I don't know that I've done more, you know, in, in my life than a lot of people have. I, I just chose to focus my energies on, on my professional career early. Um, and I think that, you know, it comes from a passion. You have to love what you do. If, if you don't, um, it's very, very hard to put in the hours and put in the time. And I think that I'm very lucky to have found something that I'm passionate about so young in life. But, you know, there's no secret. Uh, it's really putting in the time and, and putting in the hours and the energy. I mean, on an average work or on an average week, where I, rather, I'm working, you know, 80, 90, 100 plus hours for uh, almost three years now. It's wow. been, you know, seven in the morning to two, three in the morning of, of constant work or networking or you know, doing something to move the business forward. So it's really because I'm passionate about it. Um, mm -hmm. But I also ask for help, right? So I've built a tremendous network in the real estate markets. I try and extend my network to other people, and I'm always asking, you know, other folks if they have people that they would be interested or would be willing to introduce me to. You know, I've found that in the business world, the, the single most important thing is your network, right? And building a network and being ethical and honest so that that network wants to work with you. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a combination of networking, hard work, and finding my passion early. There you go. Um, now, how did you and your co-founder come to the idea of RealtyMogul.com? Was there a light bulb moment, you know, where you just went, voila, here it is? Or was yeah, it more of a not, process? I wish it was a, a better story and, and a true light bulb moment, but the, the catalyst was... I'd been really interested in online marketplaces. I was working in banking at the time and got really fascinated by Lending Club in particular, which is an online marketplace in the consumer credit card arena. And about the same time, there was rumblings through Congress about the Jobs Act, right, which was supposed to open up crowdfunding to all investors, regardless of net worth and regardless of income. And I sort of had this idea of, you know, if you can do – an online marketplace in consumer credit cards. And if you're going to have capital flooding from every investor across the country, or at least the potential to raise capital from every investor across the country, why couldn't you do something in real estate? And, and I'd been networking in the real estate markets to make private real estate transactions, you know, the old-fashioned way, kind of through real estate syndications. <laughs> mm -hmm. And was spending a lot of time trying to identify deal flow for, you know, myself and realize that, you know, most people aren't out doing this and, and real estate is such an incredible asset class to get exposure to that what if we could combine sort of the genius of Lending Club with an online marketplace 
with the availability or lack thereof of real estate syndications combined with crowdfunding in the middle and a regulatory change. So it was actually you know, largely driven by a regulatory change where every time that there is a change in government regulation, I tend to see a lot of opportunities, right? You see this happening in healthcare right now with the uh, change in Obamacare and, and some of the other changes. All mm-hmm. of these new companies are sprouting up simply to exist in order to affect the changes in regulation. And, and our company was no different. So that was kind of the, the convergence of those three things that led to the idea behind the company. Very good. Um, what's, up, what's up for the future of RealtyMogul.com? Any, any plans you'd like to announce? Or? Yeah, I think you know, 2016 is going to be a breakout year for us. Um, we had a great year in 2015. Uh, we've now got 70 professionals across the organization, and you know, we're continuing to grow rapidly. Uh, we just opened an office in Houston recently and in Atlanta recently. Uh, New York is actually opening January 4th of 16, so we're pretty excited about that as a wow. company. You know, New York being a, a pretty substantial financial epicenter of the country, so good exposure <laughs> for us there. But, you know, it's, it's slow and steady. Um, we're looking to build a business for the really long term. We're, we're long-term thinkers, and hopefully 16 will be a fantastic year. Well, congratulations on your growth and your success uh, over the first several years of your uh, of your operation. Um, finally, you know, getting back to uh, the market, and what would you tell someone who wants to invest in multifamily today? Any words of wisdom? Yeah, I think that you have to identify what's going to happen with millennials. So I, I think millennials are going to be a huge factor in multifamily, but it is an evolving story. Um, and if you think about, you know, where millennials are expressing preference, it's more urban lifestyles, it's 18-hour cities, but at the same time, a lot of millennials are encumbered with high debt levels, which is <laughs> precluding some lifestyle choices. So it's, you know, those, those urban lifestyles and 18-hour cities, but that are affordable, right, and, and right. where you can have kind of those communities that are built. But I, I think that you're seeing millennials also demand community and demand the ability to walk, you know, another question is around cars, right? With the advent of Uber and Lyft and kind of the collaborative mm-hmm. consumption environment, are millennials going to own cars, right? Are they going to want to live in cities where they have to drive long distances? Maybe L.A. being the exception there, because I think L.A. will still be a, a you know, important um, market and metropolitan area. Yeah, but I, I think that it's really identifying, you know, how does millennial shift what may happen in multifamily? Um, and then I think that the other thing around multifamily is, you know, be be willing and prepared to hold for the long term, right? If you hold on to multifamily for the long term, it's it's one of the best investment opportunities. Um, but, you know, for, for short-term wins, I think where we're at in the market right now, you've seen a lot of the value-add multifamily get eaten up. You've seen a lot of the rent growth um, either peak out or, or start to peak out based on even some of the data that you're seeing at Axiometrics. Right, so thank you. So I think you. <laughs> people need to be careful about that and, and be prepared to hold for the long term in, you know, kind of those urban markets that are still affordable. Very, very good. Jillian, that's wonderful information. And thank you for uh, thank you for sharing the real reallymogul.com story and uh, your viewpoint on the marketplace today. It, it's been fun talking to you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Happy to do it. All right, Jillian Hellman, CEO and co-founder of RealtyMogul.com. That's all for today on Axiopod. We'll be back next time. Until then, have an Axio day. Thank you for listening to Axiopod from Axiometrics.